Plump Goops podcast. Get a load of these hot takes and high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes and high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes and high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes and high stakes. Welcome back. Hot takes, high stakes. podcast Ooh. that has takes sorry i got a little emotional there you're okay is that all right i wasn't but now i am that's all that matters okay good choice today we have three takers the to take undertaker the world. that's Ooh. um you cameron okay and what's what should we all all have take inspired nicknames i'm uh liam neeson Ooh, that's good. Um, taken. I'll be the person in um, that one movie where the guy gets taken. I think it's um, Liam Neeson. He doesn't get. What taken. are you doing? On- oh, right. you're hitting your desk a lot, Corey. Sounds like. Oh wait, yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize I was making any. I didn't realize it was picking her up. You know, it was loud, but. Liam Neeson moves in silence, so you should probably pick another name. No. If we were all... Okay, then, taken characters... Or not taken characters, Liam Neeson characters. Who would we be? I don't like Liam Neeson. Was Liam Neeson Qui-Gon Jinn? Yeah, he was. That's nuts. Really weird. So we have Qui-Gon Jinn, we have Ra's al Ghul, and we have Taken Guy. He He hasn't played anyone else, has he? I get him confused with uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Really? Why? They just kind of have the same demeanor. You think so? Well, to be fair, I've only seen Qui-Gon Jinn. I haven't seen (laughs) And you haven't seen Batman Begins? He's in Batman? I have not seen Batman Begins since I was maybe eight years old. He's in Batman Begins, Corey. You you know nothing about Batman. And it shows. I know Batman. You know. Yeah, like, what about him? What about uh, him? His real name is Christian You're Bale. Wrong. You're already wrong. His real name is Batman. <laughs> Do you have anything to say? <laughs> or am I exposing your lack of knowledge to the point where you're shocked into submissive silence? I'm enjoying a smoothie while you flounder. What's in it? Don't need to know. <laughs> I guess I guess you're right. You can play the guessing game, or you can wait for me to say. I'm really. Uh, Isn't there a song? Oh, the name game. What'd you say, Wolsey? I'm really crippled by the fact that I hate banana whenever I try to have a smoothie. Not Bananas are smoothie fodder. There's not a lot What's... of options for me. Um, if I don't, don't like bananas, not based one. I hate bananas. Oh. Um, so I, I either go for like mango or like coffee, like nut based smoothies, and that's sure. Weird coffee nut based smoothie. Yeah, like a protein smoothie that's like also got caffeine. Nut based. It's nut based. Sure. I think I broke my blender, but I couldn't figure out what broke. I just heard something, and I was like, "Huh?" And the piece of mm. plastic flew out. And then Jeez. I try to look at where it came from, and I just couldn't find anything. You couldn't find the answer to your problems? No. That's dangerous. Alas. Well, does it, so I think it's, we've talked enough about Qui-Gon Jinn and Liam Neeson and Smoothies and Batman. What do you say we get into some takes? I have a warm-up take. Okay. Make it quick. Okay. It's, it, it'll be quick. So some sure. people often say that a dollar is worth more than four quarters. Why? Why do they say and that? And they say this because it, I, I read it in a basketball thread. It basically means that having one complete package is better than four pieces uh, that aren't as good as that package. Okay. Tell that to and Billy Bean. I'll, I'll <laughs> argue that a dollar is worth more than five quarters, literally. 
So really? like you actually think that a dollar is worth more than five quarters? I would rather be given one dollar bill than five quarters. Oh. Okay, but you said literally, which makes it seem like that it's factual. To me. To me. <laughs> oh, okay. In my opinion, like, okay, you'd rather have a dollar than five quarters. I'd rather have a dollar than five quarters. Well, what do you say about this, Woolsey? Would you say you'd ex- you'd accept the dollar over the five quarters every time? Yes. Interesting. Unless so what do you say about one, this? If, if it was, uh, I think I'd rather have a hundred dollars than a hundred twenty-five quarters. I mean, than a hundred twenty-five dollars worth of quarters. Well, you could just go and you could just go and. I'm not going it's... to the bank. I won't. <laughs> Why? I won't. I don't want to. So you're I'd saying you don't want to put in the effort to make that $25 worth for you? You could go to a local Walmart and they have that coin thing, right? Yeah, and then they're basically skimming $17, $18 off of that anyways. No, they're really? not. Yes, it's a really high percentage. It's a really high percentage. <laughs> I think it's at like 18%. Is this That's actual? Insane. Yeah. How much wait. does Coinstar take? Mm. 11.9%. Point, okay. That's, That's obscene. So That's Holy so shit. Just go to a bank then. God damn. Yeah, but banks yeah, but then suck. The banks rob from you with by stealing your heart and soul and your information and selling it to big data. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure my TikTok already does that. Yeah, everyone already has all my data. The cahoots. The big the banks, banks and TikTok. Tick, mm-hmm. The TikTok. That's you're. I'm not liking the energy you're putting out today, Corey. <laughs> TikTok? Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right. So you'd rather have a hundred and twenty-five dollars. You'd rather have a hundred dollars than a hundred twenty-five dollars in quarters. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually, yeah, I'll agree with that. And then the more I you disagree. the more you go, the higher you go up, the more quarters it is, which just seems more impossible to get to the bank. Like, would I rather have a thousand dollars in cash or a thousand dollars in? Well, it actually is. It then the cash matters too because I might rather have nine hundred dollars in hundred dollar bills than a thousand in one dollar bills. Would you rather have 2,000 quarters right. or $1,000 worth of just $100 bills? $2,000? Like $2,000 worth of quarters. Yeah. I'd rather have $2,000 worth of quarters. So there is a line. You're saying there is a line, and it's exactly five uh, quarters to every four, to every dollar. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Weird. So what, like 25% above? Like a twenty five percent markup is the is yeah. the line. That's my. But what that's if you get into like for the, taking it to the bank? <laughs> but right. what if you get into the ten thousand, like ten k range? You're literally mm-hmm. just missing out on twenty five hundred dollars because you're you don't want to go to the bank. Yeah, but that is I can't. I don't even know if I could carry that many quarters. There. <laughs> Well, in a hypothetical world where you were offered this many quarters, I think there would be a way to carry it. Then the questions start happening of why do I, where did I get this, did I rob a Chuck E. Cheese? Then, yeah, then the IRS starts knocking. It's all to do. It's much easier. At that point, you've lost all your quarters. You've lost all your quarters because you have to transport them to the bank. And what if I see a, uh, a, uh, a Galaga or a one of those grab machines on the way over. Then you I'm have be, to stop. I'm going to wait. I, I, <laughs> there's never going to be another opportunity like this. Right. I have a limited try. $2,500 worth of quarters. I'm going you, to finally you, be able to win one of those machines. Exactly. All right. Yeah, no, I agree with this. I disagree. And that's but that was that. just my warm up take. Oh, that was a great one. That was a great. One. It could have been an actual take. Yeah, I didn't let's think it would. Do, it would. Let's do the number game. I'm going to win this time. 
All right. It's either one, it's either one, two, or three. I'm holding it up on my camera right now. One. One. <laughs> Can't do that. We've already gone through this. Um three. Ah, it was two! It was uh, two! Yeah, we, we're gonna need a rollback on that one because you definitely cheated. <laughs> you'll, you'll we're gonna do something different. I... I'm gonna send a number no, in no, Discord. No. And then we're all gonna open it so we know for sure that it wasn't a farce. It was we should a also farce. play to see who goes first. It was okay. a farce. There's nothing. <laughs> it was not a farce. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see it this Wednesday. This episode will be out this Wednesday on YouTube, and you'll see it. You'll see me holding up two in front of my camera. Yeah, let's just roll it back just to make sure. <laughs> so you want to run it back? Yeah, I'll I'll type it in the the chat, and no, no. one look though. No, I'm fine. This let's just let Cameron weird. have it. Let's just let him have it. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll give it to him, even though if he didn't win. But yeah, it's I it's didn't. honestly pathetic. Yeah, how... yeah it's a little just badly. So I want it. Yeah, cheat. That will just be. It wasn't. It was so clean. It was so clean. It was the cleanest I've ever done it. Okay, here is my take. Yeah, and go ahead I'm, and do your take. I'm kind of going with the Ronic model of it being a saying. That's kind of catchy, but means yeah. something else. Yeah. We should change STEM. You know, science, technology. What's the E? Engineering and math? Is that what STEM is? Uh, no, probably. I think so, yeah. So we should, change, we should change that curriculum in schools to sweet treats and eating meals. Hence, what? we should be teaching cooking. In schools. Okay, so it's not an acronym. Thoughts? Not an acronym. Yeah. It is. It is. Okay. What do you mean? Sweet treats and cooking meals is an acronym? Eating meals. Eating meals. So it's, it's oh. cooking and nutrition. I cooking thought the entire nutrition. thing was spelled out, and each one of the, the letters of sweet treats and cooking meals was representative of another word. What? No. It's sweet treats and eating meals, hence I got it, STEM. Right. I got it. Now. STEM is now sweet treats and eating meals. So, we're so are, are you getting rid of STEM? Like no, the... it's just going to be an elective. What? Okay, this already happens. <laughs> they, already <laughs> teach, they already teach uh, like uh, nutrition, wellness, or whatever. Right, school. but I'm saying make it part of a core required curriculum. I'm not. No, we can keep STEM as part of the core curriculum. I don't really care, but. I think that we should shift a little bit of the focus away from STEM and onto nutrition and cooking. So you're just adding or kind of balancing where the sweet treats and eating the food one into yeah. like sweet less of an elective and more integrated into core curriculum and then making STEM less integrated in core curriculum. Maybe Maybe still, it's science. STEM is still going to be team. core curriculum. It's still going to be core curriculum. Okay, so you're just adding more classes for students that have to take. No, I'm. It's balance. It's balancing. You're right. So we're turning up the dial on sweet treats yeah. and eating meals, and turning down the dial on science, technology, electronics, or engineering and math, okay. so that it's kind of more equal. I don't okay. hate it because I think that um, there's already nutrition classes. But it's not as exciting yeah. as cooking. And, you know, childhood obesity is a big problem in the United States. Yeah. And it's a um, big problem. What about if you were to make, to make nutrition fun, then that'd be uh, by cooking, by actually like showing how to cook and actually like how to season your yeah. meals properly, then I, I'm all for it. What about yeah. instead of. Because if you think about it, STEM, what I'm do you thinking. take? You take a math class every year. Yeah. You take science. Yeah. But that those are the two main things for the STEM throughout your core curriculum throughout high school. Sure. Right? Sure. But also history, you take history every year. Right. But, okay. I'm not going to continue if you keep making these awful sounds. 
I'm just, I'm active listening. I don't know what you want me to do. Do you want me to be silent? I'd rather that. Okay, I'll be silent. So you take a science class and a history class every year, but a lot of those overlap. Like you might take biology twice or you might take US history twice. I feel like there could be, that's when, what? Why do you take biology twice? Well, because actually, I don't know if you actually take biology Mm -hmm. twice. Sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I was trying to hold it back. I was that, that I was trying to hold it back, but it just. You know how you take, you know how history classes like I think we took U.S. history in sixth or seventh grade, but then we took it again oh, in high school. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, science. Well, I don't think science is exactly like that, but you take just a general broad science class. Sure. And then you like hit on biology, all that stuff. Yeah, and then I think you take I, it take a full blown biology class in high school. I feel right. like there could be more of a balance there where you could add some cooking and wellness classes. Yeah, you See, know uh, what, what I I remember what, what was that? Was it? You know what I remember yeah. from uh, sixth grade history? What's that? Was Ms. Sparks uh, telling my uh, was fifth teacher? Yeah. Also, I didn't go to y'all's middle school. Was telling my. Um, Teacher that Santa Ana invented bubblegum and she called me a liar. And then uh, I went home and I looked it up and I was right. Santa Ana is in like the indigenous chief? No, uh, no, the, the guy who was in charge of the Mexican army. In the, yeah. This was Texas history. Wasn't Texas history seventh grade? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was seventh. I think you're right. Seventh. Kind of weird that we had Texas history, right? The only state that has its own history class. Yeah, because we were our own country, something, something, whatever. It's stupid, and we shouldn't have to take it. Yeah. yeah, get yeah, rid there's of there's Texas no history. Wyoming history. Add cooking. Yeah, I'm de- the, 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 the whole education system. You know what? So I, I, want, I want to know what you guys think about certain schools that do majors in high school. Like, you hmm. pick what you... Like you can be an architecture major at some high schools, and then your curriculum yeah. is kind of tailored towards that. And you kind of have more of a a customization aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need. I didn't need Thoughts? that much math in high school. I, I definitely could right. have used less math. Right. I think the argument against it is like, how do you know what you want in high school? Yeah, you know what I mean. That is the main argument because I just certainly didn't know what I wanted. Right. But then there can be so, just like a normal, there can be a normal track if you just don't know. An undecided track? Yeah. True. But what it's if, like, but high schoolers make mistakes though. They <laughs> choose to follow paths that in the future they might regret. But well, so I don't do think it should be kids. super geared towards any one thing. It should just be like a little right. bit more and a little bit less. Just a little bit bigger, a little smaller slice of the pie, but you're still like learning. I think a little bit like more customization. Though, right? What, Corey? That's why they have, like, that's what electives are for. Yeah, well, yeah. But, like, should I have to take Texas history? I don't Probably think anybody not. should have to take Texas history. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I, basically, not I replace have... STEM, just replace Texas history yeah. Yeah. with cooking. Honestly, should I have to take calculus? Like, I've gotten by so long in my life after high school without ever needing calculus. I didn't take calculus. You don't have to take calculus. Right, but I had to take a math class in the last two years of uh, high school. Statistics was actually uh, kind of useful. Oh, were you already ahead, Cameron? Yeah. Uh, Like, I took calculus in junior year, right? Like, so did you. And I could have stopped my math education there, probably. Yeah. Like geometry, geometry, algebra, like once algebra ended, I like, I haven't needed to use anything after algebra, basically. Yeah. Once you get to derivatives and integrals, that's like, yeah, unless you're going into STEM, you really don't need it. Right. Well, let's say, let's say science, technology, engineering, and math, because STEM is now sweet treats and eating meals. But we just (laughs) call it STEM. We just... So STEM is just sweet treats and eating meals. 
Right. So, so, so instead of saying STEM the as, the, this, as the is that what? you're never you never once mention actually preparing the meals. All you say is sweet treats, <laughs> right. which is not which is candy or desserts. I'm assuming which is the first, yeah, thing. which is bad. And then the no, after, I would, after I would call eating meals. I would call like any really good meal a sweet treat for myself. That no, is no ridiculous, way. and I hate <laughs> your take. And I full. I'm not, treats can be sweet. Though. Well, theory like, does not exist. Something doesn't this. have to taste like sugar for it to be sweet. Uh, disagree. A treat and implies you, that you're treating yourself. You've never said yourself. sweet in your that's, life. You never said, "Oh, that's sweet." Not in regards to food. <laughs> no, this is. I haven't eaten yeah. toast and said, "Oh, sweet." We're clearly talking culinarily. All right, fine. <laughs> I've agreed well, with you your take up to now, treats? and that might have swayed me all the way to the opposite end. <laughs> no, why? Because you don't agree with sweet treats and eating meals. No, because I don't agree with the the audacity to even say that a sweet treat doesn't have to be like a dessert or candy, and it could be any meal that tastes good. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I know you think here. that. That's the issue. Right. Well, do you guys agree or disagree with my take that? Uh, we should start teach. We should lower. We should lower science, technology, engineering, and math, and raise sweet treats and eating meals. If it is it, you have to call it that. You have to call it STEM. Yeah. Okay. No, it's I a non-negotiable. I disagree. <laughs> no. I um. I was gonna agree, but certain <laughs> things happened that made me inclined to basically <laughs> jump on the other side of the teeter totter. Woolsey, we'll were you going to agree with me if I uh, yes, if it course. wasn't a non-negotiable? Yeah. God damn it, you guys. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, I have to stick to my guns. It's it's a foregone You don't, you don't have to stick to your guns. I do. Yeah, you don't. Do. You don't but you're choosing to. You're choosing to. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not going to change my mind, so. Okay. Well. Okay. All right. One or two for who goes next. Woolsey, well, you can go first if you want. None of this bullshit cheating from Cameron, you know? I don't know. Under, what's my motivation to cheat? With I'll that? do right, fine. one. Woolsey will go I'll stick first. with one. What do you say, Corey? Two? I'll do one as well. Okay. I'll do, yeah. I'll do two. It was two. <laughs> ah, Woolsey, you can go first. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, so my first take was the, uh, the dollars and quarters one. And this one is a little bit different. Sure. Um, so let's see how you guys think about this. It is time to end freedom of speech. (laughs) I agree. You don't have to say anything else. What do you mean? How do you figure? I mean that there should be government punishment for saying certain things. Like what? Like the spread of misinformation. Mm. I think it doesn't have to be severe, but if you say something that's, if you're spreading false information, um, you should have to do community service in some sort of way. Oh. And also publicly admit that you were wrong. Like you should have to right. be like, oh, uh, the government told me that I have to correct this because it was actually factually wrong. And um, right. I was watching a TikTok this morning where this woman was talking about how the conspiracy of um, how... If you're in a plane crash, how uh, they tell you to take that position, um, yeah. you know, where you're bending down and how yeah. uh, she was saying that it's a conspiracy uh, because the airlines don't want you to survive a plane crash. It's supposed to break your spine instantly. And uh, what? Yeah. And this is a, I, I've heard this before. Um, it was actually on Mythbusters because it's such a popular conspiracy that they don't want to pay survivors that sue the plane company because they'll win um so they supposedly tell them to take this position with your head forward and like uh your back like yeah. a bit more horizontal uh, to break Whoa. to instantly break your spine so that they don't have to pay uh, millions of dollars and uh That's it's false town. it's completely false it's not true it's, right. it's designed <laughs> to save your life 
<laughs> and Mythbusters proved that. And I was so angry at the that the hundreds of thousands of likes that um that's this wild got. And I was like, I I'm flying in a plane tomorrow, and if I was a moron and it was going down, I would refuse. I would they said, put your feet up against the chair that's in front of you and lean back. Um, what? <laughs> And that you, because that way you'll break your legs, but still survive. Um, Jesus. And so I, I thought if I was, if I was, if I didn't watch Mythbusters growing up, and in the plane that I was riding in tomorrow <laughs> crashed, right? And I in the split second I remember this TikTok that I saw, and I leaned back. <laughs> I could be the one person that died on that plane. <laughs> All so, because of this TikTok. Yes, because of this TikToker who has no consequence for spreading this misinformation. Right. Right. So, okay. It, there's obviously bigger like things than just that, but I think that the government right. should be able to be like, um, no, like this is misinformation. Like you have to right. uh, like go visit like a nursing home or something, or go. To, to, like, <laughs> <laughs> some go volunteer like a mini service yes or now, something do you Depending think how bad it is do you think that the government should be cracking down on the people who spread this or the platforms that allow them to spread this um i think you know it's too it's probably too much to um i think uh first of all it should it should start with um it should start with the companies that spread news as a reliable source um yeah. Like literally, like news stations and stuff. Um, sure. There should be the government should hire a third party to oversee this, really. Um, okay. But uh, then the government would enforce that um, news companies that are spreading misinformation can't do that and find them or whatever. Right. Um, I have a. Results. I have a quick. I have a quick anecdote, anecdote about misinformation, if you'll have me. Of course. I, uh, so I have a bunch of Twitter accounts just like for like different projects that I do and stuff. Mm-hmm. And on one of them, I sometimes get like, you know, sometimes you get Twitter notifications for like recommended tweets, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I got one on one of the accounts. And it was anti-vax propaganda right anti-vax someone saying something anti-vax like Mm -hmm. so i clicked on it i was just like i want to see what this person is saying like because you know sometimes you just want to see ridiculous things yeah i clicked on it read through the comments was like this is awful i'm gonna swipe away now because i clicked on that one tweet that one recommended tweet now that twitter account is getting constant recommendations of anti-vaxxers talking about how the vaccine is dangerous and telling stories about how, like, I have a friend who got really sick after getting the vaccine. And I feel like that, like, Twitter really cracked down on, you know, the election conspiracy and stuff. And, like, if you tweet something about the election conspiracy, then you're banned. But I feel like they need to, I feel like the government needs to crack down on these companies and these, platforms that are do like this it's not just like i'm scrolling and it's popping up it's like they're recommending me those tweets oh yeah i think it should be more so on the companies than on like the people who are spreading it because without i I agree you know without oxygen there can be no fire i think uh do you remember how i uh we were talking about the early episodes of this podcast and how i said that uh infinity war was the greatest human achievement Yes. Um, I think I was wrong, and uh, I think that possibly the COVID vaccine is maybe one of the greatest human. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'd buy that. It's unfortunate that uh, it might not work. <laughs> right, and that it might make you gay. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, I was I was thinking of different human achievements, and I think that um, going to the moon. And uh, 
the pyramids of Giza, even though, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> like kind of was like slaves, right? Um, yes, but it was, you know, so great isn't necessarily <laughs> great. Isn't necessarily like, what's the Harry Potter quote? Voldemort is bad, but he's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. Projects um, can be. What were some other ones? Ethical. Uh, other great projects. Yeah, like uh, human flight. Oh, which like is similar to to base human I'm flight. I'm pretty sure the pyramids weren't built by slaves. Rewind. <laughs> Who do you think built them? The like just workers. They weren't built by slaves, though. You think the workers were fairly compensated and um, had benefits and stuff? No, you can do a quick Google search and find out more information. That oh, they yeah, it says slaves, slaves, it says they would generally, uh, they, general consensus is that they were not built by slaves. It sounds oh, like they're good. trying to uh, not get the pyramids of Giza canceled. Mm, don't cancel the pyramids. But, like, those are good human projects. Um, electricity is a good one. That's pretty uh, nice. Games Canto series is a good one. Um, yeah, that way, was the one you said? Sorry, I didn't hear it, but it was a pretty great achievement by the Mountain Men Games Canto yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, that one. That was a good one. Yeah. I don't know. So, was your take? But free, freedom of speech is already kind of limited. Like, you can't yell fire in a, in a movie theater, you can't yell bomb on a plane. Yeah, so, I mean, well, just get rid of the rest different. of it. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I think that it's, so you, I don't know, it's tough, because as soon as I say, get rid of the freedom of speech, it is a slippery slope. But yeah. I think that I feel like people always think it's a slippery slope. People always think... You, yeah. My, I'm, it's really annoying when people always say, like, well, where's the line? Like, yeah, where true. does it stop? Democracy there is always a line, and there always is a stop. Like, yeah, you can easily define it, but people, since it's not defined at that, well, because like it's not defined to them, then right. it's a slippery slope for them, even and though the they line, have no basis behind it whatsoever. The line is usually closer, like not as close as people want it to be. Like, it's it's usually a compromise anyway in the other direction, right? Yeah, it's so it's it's also already been done. Like the election misinformation stuff, like people had consequences for saying that kind of stuff. And now they can't say it anymore. But no one's really mad about it because it's like good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like people are just gonna be mad if you do something, but then once it is once people like people are gonna forget that it happened and that it didn't nothing bad happen and they're going to go on to say that oh if you do this something bad is going to happen you know what i mean i think the government yeah. needs to be needs to show a little bit tougher love to americans like there it's I like a po- it's a popularity contest at this point but if i think about yeah. um being a camp counselor and uh if i was just trying to get all the kids to like me then uh they would not have made it you know it would be like <laughs> they would have run would have off chaos. to the road. It would have been they would have broken an arm on the uh, monkey bars or whatever. Sure. Um, a perfect example of this is um, so well, you know, David's in that camp mania, whatever. Yeah. Um, and Calvin was also a camp counselor there, and like he would always brag about how the kids loved him and they were like his favorite. But that's because he let them do whatever they want and he wouldn't deal <laughs> with all like the like stuff that actually had to be dealt with. And people right. like David or other like that are actually good camp counselors <laughs> would deal with that stuff because yeah. like it's not all just fun in games. Like when right. the kids get hurt, you have to take care of them or you have to tell them to stop. So yeah. just because you're you their way. favorite like, doesn't be- mean you're yeah. You could be so mean to a kid, like like get them really <laughs> in trouble, and they'll still love you. Like they they need yeah. that. They really do need rules. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of the inherent contradiction of you know American politics is that 
what, what they, they they always say that the per, the last person who should be the leader is the person who wants it the most. Yeah. And like George that's obviously w. not the case. Like George Dubs. G Dubs. Washington, that is. Anyway. I uh, I agree with you, Woolsey. I think that there should definitely be limitations on free. Well, d- are you saying that get a, get rid of all freedom of speech altogether? No, no. Uh, just put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> and put an asterisk on freedom of speech. I agree. I agree. Just uh, don't be a dumbass about it. Yeah, that's the new national treasure movie. Actually, is we're gonna sneak in and steal the constitution and put an asterisk next to freedom of speech. I'm like, oh, it's already written down. You can't. <laughs> you yeah. have to ratify it. it. Now. <laughs> Honestly, I think the all of America's problems would have been solved if um, Hamilton never died. Oh, keep him alive forever. Yeah, if Alexander Probably. Hamilton never died, I want to live in a world. Where he never died. Who killed him? Aaron Burr. Aaron yeah, Burr, sir. The bitch who th- who was <laughs> whatever. People okay. really hate Boy. on Lin Manuel Miranda. It's I see a lot of Lin Manuel Miranda hate on TikTok. Yeah, he's I not think, that. I bad. think people. Well, people just think he's annoying. I think, and yeah. there are. I think the theater community is slightly annoyed that he's like the one that represents them because he's, he's kind of like the like, Kenny G. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Except that, like, he's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kenny he's G's actually, good at what he does. But it, he's good I at mean, what he does. But like, like Kenny G doesn't have the most successful jazz album of all time. Like, I that's think he does. I think he does. Kind of, he literally does. Are you serious? Kenny G has the, seriously. Yeah. Let me look at best-selling jazz album of all time. No way. Answer. It's pro- it, it's it might not be including smooth jazz. I think a lot what of what is it? The list it's What's it's kind of blue. It's kind of blue has definitely sold more albums than any Kenny G album. I don't know. That's a guarantee. I'm looking it up. Well, maybe like a Kenny G Christmas <laughs> might. I don't know. That's it's hard. Look up like Kenny G Christmas album sales. Well, he sold over 76 million records. I'm looking at how much Miles Davis has sold. Yeah, probably more. Also because of time period. People were buying records back then. Brief intermission. Yeah, we can uh, Enough of that. edit this out, but I'm just trying to... We can. We could. It's not, we it's not easy access. I know at the time... Uh, kind of blue before he died sold six million records just six yeah before he died and then it shot up oh just six i bet it's i I bet it's yeah just six to all the members of the clinton family (laughs) one christmas present (laughs) yeah miles davis was a notorious (laughs) hillhead no, they paid for it with their lot, with their souls. They sold their souls to Miles Davis, uh, who's currently in hell. Where's Closey? Oh my god, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot find any information. <laughs> Miles Davis crawling out of hell, screaming, "Where's Pelosi?" <laughs> How did we get there? I don't know. <laughs> That's just the image that this whole podcast has been leading up to. Was that? I wish I wish some of us were drawers, visual artists in that way that they could draw that little cartoon sketch. Yeah, it's all right. Okay, uh, today, fifty years yeah. after it was released, Kind of Blue remains the best-selling jazz album of all time. More than four million copies have been sold. That's it. Yeah, four million. I'm gonna look up Kenny G best-selling album. Wait, you said that at the beginning it sold six million. Six. So I think that's since. Four million since his death? I think so. so let's so say it's 10. ten million. Let's say ten. Okay. Duo tones. How many? This is I don't know why it's so hard to see to find out how many. It it says his his global sales totaling more than seventy five million records. Okay, well that's over all of his records, and I bet yeah. he has a ton. So I bet mile I bet kind of blue. Tops any Kenny G record. 
I don't that, know. A, a long way to get there. I don't know there. about that. I don't know. How many will it? 76 million. It's five times platinum. What does that mean? You know in the song Year 3000 when they went multi-platinum? Sure, fam. It's like that. Okay, so um, like that. it uh, this album sold uh, five. It's It was five times platinum, which means um, uh, a platinum is one million. So it's five million. So five. Yeah. So it kind of blues over it. Well, we don't know if it's four or six or both. But it's both if, it's, if, it, if the first one said six and then the second one said four, it's probably the higher one, right? Let me see how many times platinum it was. Okay, after this, we're ending this thread. Certified five ending times platinum. It's dead even. <laughs> dead even. <laughs> All right. So, sure. <laughs> Lynn manuel Miranda is the Kenny G of theater. Yeah, or the Miles Davis. Take your pick. Although I, f- okay. if you like him or not, sure. I still think Lin Manuel Miranda is more respected in the theater community than Kenny G is in the jazz community. Yeah, yeah, but they're both kind of okay. memes. <laughs> right. All right, Corey, what's your take? Oh, you want to know my take? Yes, I do. Well, my take is that. Going back to kind of the classroom talk, you know, the old classroom talk. The old ball and chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that everybody should be required to learn sign language. Oh. Reason I like being. These, I like these everyone should be required to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is like. You could have one form of communication where you don't have to speak and everyone can understand anyway. So it's like, it just makes sense. Like, why would you not require any, everyone to sure. teach people silently? Isn't it's, it, it like an extension well, though of English? Like there's English. Yes. Like American sign ASL, language. right? Yeah. So it's like, it's ASL's American second language. Or I no, guess American it's both. Sign Language. No, ESL, ESL is English. ESL is English. Oh, English. English second language. English yeah. second language. Well, yeah, American Sign Language um, can be taught whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could be Universal Sign Language. That would be cool, USL. Yeah. But it's based on, American Sign Language is based on the American alphabet, or the yeah. English alphabet, that is. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, it'd be tough. It uses, like... English, like it uses puns a lot of the time, which only could yeah. be explained in English. I might have said this on pod before, but I was watching a video of the like the 10 most difficult languages to learn in the world. And there's one language that's only whistles. Like you only communicate via whistling, yeah. but somehow it's in Spanish. What? Interesting. You know what I'm saying? So I think it has. It's like similar to like how ASL is is in English, technically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it uses. Yeah. Like you said, we'll do like puns and like phrases and like sentence structure. Probably yeah. is. You know that makes sense. It's kind of interesting. Language is very interesting to think about. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably. It's very put cool. It. it is very cool. Yeah. One of the cooler things. Yeah, maybe the greatest human achievement. I would say one of the greatest human achievements. Greatest? Language, just in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, writing stuff down was a big deal. That was. That was huge. <laughs> just about everything that like we take for granted now. Like, windows were a pretty great human... Like, glass. Glass, was, um, glass is huge. Air conditioning is really huge. Air conditioning is huge. Plumbing. Like shelter. Huge, huge, huge. Plumbing, one of the biggest. How many lives are saved by plumbing? So many. Yeah, and just like, and not everything just smelling like shit all the time. Exactly. That's a big Sorry, point. Point. Do you want to continue your points on sign language? Um, well, you could definitely make a American, I mean, just a universal sign language um, that doesn't have to use like it doesn't have to be a super 
in-depth complex language like probably Why? american sign languages it can just be the basics to communicate yeah. to people on in a different country yeah like you could just get the basics down and that make, everyone's that makes required sense. to learn it and you can because like when you go to a foreign country that's why i i know people are opposed to universal like a universal language being sure. like english or something but imagine being able to communicate with everybody in every single country like maybe what they tried they tried to make one right a universal language yeah they they made one didn't catch on what was it uh uh esperanto <laughs> do, you, do you know any phrases in esperanto uh let's see let's see if it says uh, how do you spell it s e s p e r a n t o it's uh uh difficult to read <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit too far from English, in my opinion. I so, wouldn't want to learn it. I think other people should should make it more like English. So in that same um, like hardest languages to learn video that I watched, there was one language. The hardest language was some guy set out to create the most efficient possible language. You know how like a lot of languages, like Chinese, for instance like your tone of voice and your inflection, yeah. like you could say the same word, but in a different like inflection and it could change the word's meaning. Yeah. Um, and there are like a bunch of languages that do like little things like that to like make what you're saying more efficient and like mm -hmm. to be able to convey your meaning in the smallest amount of time. And this guy created this language that like basically combined all of those little things that other languages do and put them all into one language and made it so that like you could say like a full like three sentence um paragraph in like three or four words but That's it was so complicated and everything had to be like exactly perfect with how you said it and he never even learned it like it was so <laughs> difficult that he didn't even he Jeez. can't even speak it but Big like waste of time a <laughs> massive waste of fucking time think of all the lives you could have saved <laughs> I know if he had just studied science, technology, engineering, and math, then he could have been a doctor and created the cure to cancer. Who was that? What voice was that? That was from a Pixar movie. Who was it? Uh, but <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. No, Corey thoughts. No, I have no idea. It was probably Mike Wazowski. Oh it's the uh, it's it's the big lizard lady from Monsters Inc. Oh yeah. Close. It was pretty fucking bad. It was good. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I majored in imitating the lizard lady from Monsters, Inc. Try again. I'll close my eyes this time. What, what university? If we only studied STEM, oh God. then we'd be a nation full of doctors and everyone would be making a lot of money. That's not how she sounds. <laughs> That sounds like Buzz. What? Sounds like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Buzz's Lightyear. Buzz's Lightyear. Ooh, kind of a slice of life Buzz Lightyear movie. <laughs> Freshman in high school. Buzz's Lightyear. No, senior year. That'd be senior year because yeah. senior year is a light year in terms of workload. It's a high year. High it's a life. high stress year. Senior year? I guess not. It's pretty chill. It depends. It depends how early you get your stuff done. Like if you get all your college apps done early, and then you do like an early decision to a college, then you're yeah, you're in the money. That's true. Corey, um, do you just think it would be cool to be able to talk to everyone? Yeah, It'd be good for a quiet place. If that ever happened. Plus, I, th I think it gets rid of the controversy of like English being the universal language. Sure. I feel like we should create our own language. That'd be kind of fun. Be tough. It'll be tough. Not really good at English. Yeah. Or people just get really good at reading lips. Ooh, lip reading. You can just kind of not talk, but talk. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You'd have anyway. to be able to see them, though. 
True. That's the tough part. Well, you have to. That's the tough part, Corey. Is that blind people would yeah. be kind of left out in the dark here? Yeah, that's kind of rude for you. Yeah, they're already left out in the dark for being people. blind. <laughs> that was kind of in- an insensitive way for me to say that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Deaf anyway. people are left out in the silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> how about how about the the universal language is a bunch of. Like, it's lip reading, Vibration. but we sm- we smack our lips really hard, so that <laughs> so that like when we do it, so that deaf people can hear it, but blind people. You're can talking see about it. talking, like you could just talk, and then it solves both problems because you could be able to read their lips, and also if you couldn't see, you could just hear them. You don't need to right, smack your lips. But then you need a sonic universal what language. If deaf, and what if you're a Helen Keller type? Mm. Maybe the universal that's language should just, just be touching people. I think we no one should that's, learn that's about really beautiful, Helen Keller Cameron. in school. Thank you. Thank you. We'll put it on uh, a shirt. Thoughts on Helen Touch Keller people. just not being taught in school whatsoever and just ignoring her? That was bad. Did they do that? What? Did they do that? No, they should. No, that was a her. suggestion. He was being a <laughs> yeah. jerk. You want to just ignore those with disabilities in school? <laughs> her specific, like, I don't, just, why do we need to talk about her? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't, no one really does. Like, it's very rare that people talk about Helen Keller, I feel like. I remember learning about her in school. Oh, are you talking about, like, them teaching us about Helen Keller? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about Helen Keller being in a classroom and the teacher ignoring her because she didn't know. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> uh, that's what you meant. Uh, yeah, I don't think we really need to. I think it's like a cool story of perseverance yeah. and human resolve. But well, I feel like it could be answered. It'd just be like, yeah, this girl who was deaf and blind learned how to function in society. And then boom, end. Like <laughs> you, can, you can put the pieces together. Like she clearly persevered. <laughs> sure. Well, then why do we learn about Anne Frank? We could say this Jewish girl uh, was getting chased by the Nazis and then she died. Boom. End. Well, I don't really know much about Anne Frank, so. She uh, died. Yeah. And hid from the Nazis and kept a diary. I feel like that's different because it accounts like maybe the historical accuracies actually happened during the time, so... Well, it also makes children think about someone their age. Like, in that situation, it kind of brings makes it more empathetic than thinking of it happening to adults. So you're saying it's, like, celebrated for, like, being deaf and blind and, like... No, she's celebrated celebrated because she made a school for the deaf and blind. She made made a school. And and it was a big deal. And the fact that she was able to still communicate... Maybe I didn't learn... Much about Helen Keller. In no, it sounds like it sounds like you think that people were just like this girl was deaf and blind. Isn't that wild? I thought she, was, she like wrote, died at the age she of fourteen books. or something. She wrote books. Yeah, she's like she like learned how to communicate. Oh, so it's you like, didn't know anything about <laughs> Helen Keller? Why well, I, I knew she was deaf and blind. Right. That yeah. Okay. There's a lot more to the story than that. <laughs> Anyway, my point still well, stands. <laughs> no, it does not. It's crumbled. <laughs> Your point has faded into oblivion. Um, Woolsey, what do you think? Should everyone be forced to learn sign language? No. By the way, a forced. universal sign language. Forced, forced right? Core I curriculum. I think that's a huge okay. waste for um, people who are blind. What? Why? <laughs> Why is that? The- <laughs> There's not that many blind people in the world. I agree. I think it goes along with one of my takes that languages should be taught way more in schools than they already are. I think, uh, I I mean, definitely it shouldn't be the only choice. Right. Right. But they already do this. They've already started introducing, um, it's actually been a big uh, push in education to teach um, hand motions that are from ASL um, mm. to young children to express how they're feeling. And it kind of 
gets them understanding. If you do the same motion, um, kind of like uh, with dogs, when you use a certain tone of voice and you also use a motion with your hands, um, it connects multiple different parts of the brain so they learn faster. And um, so people do like emotions for like crying, I think. And I'm doing emotion, but I'm absolutely 100% sure I'm wrong about what it is. But mm. um, they, they kind of do it. And I think that uh, that that would be a good thing to say. It's like everyone should know a little bit. Okay. So you disagree? So I disagree. <laughs> like Just I said, you said it, would, it, it would have been. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, because, I mean, forced in the sense, like, we're forced to take math. Yeah, right. I, I disagree. Like, I think that you should, be, you should be forced to learn a language and it should be younger, but it doesn't have to be ASL. I agree, Corey. I think but, I think school days should be twelve hours long, and we should be forced to take millions of classes. <laughs> it's is just but the the thing is like sign language is different than spoken language because um, you don't have yeah, to speak. <laughs> so that's why right. you're being. It's part of the core curriculum so that you can communicate with people. Because okay. You're blind argument. People are already learning English. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that you're saying that you want to be able to communicate with someone across the room silently. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> I, I want to communicate with people with everybody on this earth. And I think a sign language language would be the best way to do it. It has to be because. universal sign language first. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the take, though. It doesn't have to. I didn't say everyone should be forced to learn American sign language. That everyone should be forced to learn sign language. And also, yeah. I said All it right. doesn't have to be in depth. It just had to be the basics. Yes, I agree, Corey. I agree. And that's that. Let's do hottest You're takes. Just being Let's nice. restate our takes. No, <laughs> why do you disagree? Wolsey? I don't understand what the issue is. Because you said I think I think children should be forced to learn sign language. That everyone should be forced to learn sign language, and uh, I disagree uh, because um, there are more. Like you should be able to choose. <laughs> Between what? <laughs> uh, uh, Chinese, Spanish. Oh, okay. But those are spoken languages. Was well, he saying that you should be, you should have a language class and then sign language class? Yeah. But it has to be invented. You're saying we have to invent a universal sign language first. Well, yeah, yeah but it won't. Since it's, it won't be that in-depth, and plus we already have sign language in, I assume, a lot of languages, it would be pretty easy just to adapt a universal sign language. It wouldn't be pretty easy. But it's just the basics. It's not like a super in-depth language. Uh, I think that... Uh... It's basically an extension of English. So I, I'm fine with the basics. Guys, I'm fine with the basics. This is dragging. This is dragging. It's we. No one's. It's, it's it's been decided. It's been decided. Let's do hottest take. We'll restate our take, starting with Corey. Everyone should be forced to learn sign language, not American sign language, but sign language. Okay, Woolsey. It's time to get rid of the freedom of speech. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then me, I say that uh, change STEM to sweet treats, eating meals. <laughs> Does everyone know who they're voting for? Yeah. Ready? It's starting with me, then Woolsey, then Corey. In three, two, one, Woolsey. Corey. Woolsey. Uh, well, who would have thought that by saying we should get rid of freedom of speech, she would win hot. <laughs> <of the day? laughs>
<laughs> Who would have thought? Is this a response to? Oh no, Woolsey, you jumped back up into the number one spot. So that's right. We're stick with it for a little while. So I'm I'm just stretching that lead. I think it's just, it's just a fun thing to say is uh, get rid of the freedom of speech. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's buzzwords for sure. Yeah, I was definitely torn between you two. I Corey just got me the most mad, so I did win. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, nothing's right. I'm torn. Um, and that's that for us. <laughs> Please follow us on Spotify. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Wait, wait we're on, on Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, follow the Twitter at HTHS Pod. Follow the TikTok. At hot takes underscore high stakes. We've been very active on social media, actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got a lot of TikToks in my feed. Yeah. Highlights. And that's, that's it. We don't have anything else to say. We'll see you all next week. Ciao. Goops Podcast.